The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs from my daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but so what? Most things don't. That's okay. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. The way the media and the government function, it's making it clear that Jesus' return is imminent. Thank you very much. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? And I challenge you with this question right back to you. Ready? Why not? Oh, there you go. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. This is, I don't know how to stress that more. I don't know how to make that more. You know, I don't know if I can say it in Yiddish in a way that will help you understand it. I, I can definitely uh, try to fake it. But, hey, guess what? We don't know what we're doing. Do you know what you're doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Do you know what you're doing, D? This is professional radio. That's right. Wink, wink. Wink, wink is right. Here's the bottom line. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care. Here's what we care about. For the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. So we're asking questions about living life as a Christian. How about this for a question? How fast do we own our wrongs? How fast? Or maybe I should say it this way. How slow does it take us to own our wrongs? That's the kind of stuff we're asking. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we want you to be able to reach out to us and connect with us. It could be for a praise report. We love that because hearing things that God does, that's fantastic. It could be a prayer request. We can take all of our faith and combine it with yours and offer those prayers up to the Lord. Remember, faith is the vehicle he's chosen for us to engage with him in. And without faith, it's impossible to please God for those who come to God must believe that he is and a rewarder of those who seek him. Here's the way to get in touch with us. You can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call 972-445-0770, don't be surprised if the ground shakes because you will be talking to Dynamite 
indeed. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! All right, let's be honest, and uh, Dynamite D can answer this as well. I will give my answer. He can give an answer if he wants to. That's, when you're talking to Dynamite D, that's like your favorite dessert on Thanksgiving meal. Your favorite dessert. What's your favorite dessert on Thanksgiving? Um, I like... You said something yesterday with the um the pecan pie. Pecan pie. I but love I pecan. like sweet potato pie, Dave. Let me tell you, you must not like sweet potato pie. I, I like it, but I am a pecan pie yeah. fan. I'm a fan. So those two. We okay. rotate those two. All right. I accept both of those as excellent answers on your part. Apple pie very, too. very nice. Very, very good job on that one. Here's the other part of it. You don't have to call us. Some people are like, I don't want to call. I don't want to be on the radio. Okay. Text us. You can text us live during the show, 972-445-0770. What kind of rates are involved? I don't know. I don't have your plan. But you can still text us, 972-445-077. Oh, wait. That's the wrong text number, isn't it? I gave the wrong number. Professional radio. Don't worry about it, Dave. Keep going. Hold on. Let me scratch my head. Okay. The 972 number is the number you call the text numbers 214-210-8483. You know I'm losing it. Now, if that was only true in weight, I would be really happy. Okay, so the text number is 214-210-8483. That's right. I messed up. I own it right away. That's how soon. <laughs> 214-210-8483. If you're going to text, you can also email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Like, I haven't thrown enough confusion in your direction already. Uh, here's the other thing that we want to do. We want to send you up to the website. Let me tell you something about the website. We've added two links, one for apps on Apple, the other for apps on Android, both of them for KAAM 770 apps that you can just click on. You just click on, download the apps, click on them, and you can hear the show anytime or any other show. That's an encouragement so that you can be listening to the Christian radio anytime you want. You can do that as well. So that's under mobile apps, which is on the website. Plus, on the website is a place to give. We encourage you to do that. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? hemustincrease.org. Praise report? hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? hemustincrease.org. hemustincrease.org. <laughs> that was it? Another quickie. All right. That's like a skateboard bouncing off of a trampoline. Exactly what it is. Yeah, Perfect. that's what it is. There we go on that one. Uh, so I'm sorry about messing up on the phone number and on the text. It does happen. I do make mistakes. I want everybody to know you make mistakes. I make mistakes. We make mistakes. That's why we love being people that are forgiven. Hello. That has a lot to do with things. So before we get into the teaching, which is a massively cool teaching, we want to pray for people. We want to pray for Al, his mom, Patsy Dunn, still going through that tough time. Al still having a hard time with it. She's not doing all that great. We want to pray for him, plus the other people that are hurting in our audience. So let's take our faith. Just take a moment. Forget about all the things that you kind of think are important, and let's pray for people that are really going through it. Let's join our faith together right now. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We glorify you. Hallowed be thy name. That's how we start our prayer. Father who art thou in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And we just praise you for everything. We don't understand everything, but we trust you. 
for everything. And we lift up Patsy Dunn to you, and we ask you, in the name of Jesus, that you could touch her physical body and that you would give comfort, Lord God, not just to Patsy and not just to Al, but to the people in our group, people that are listening to our show that have people that are hurting all over the place. There are people that have physical, spiritual, psychological ailments that are serious, and we are asking for Jehovah Rapha to come and to minister and to love on. We need your help, so we're asking you to help us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so be praying for Al and his mom and the other people and Gary and people that we know need prayer and Brother Ace. These are people that need prayer. We love on these people. We want to keep loving these people, and it's important to do so. Okay, so we've done that. We've done that. You better get ready because, by the way, my jokes today are Thanksgiving-oriented. <laughs> Uh, yes, I think they're brilliant. All right, let's go back to the text. We're in Matthew chapter 8. I did not finish this from last week. I do not want people to get upset. I try to catch as much as I can in the text. We're in Matthew. We're in chapter 8. We're at verse 14. We talked about this brief, briefly. Jesus went into Peter's house and saw his mother-in-law lying in the bed with a fever, so he touched her hand, and the fever left her. So let's just keep this super simple. For those people that are out there, Jesus did have a place to go. We're we're going to kind of deal with that verse 18 where it says the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. We're going we're gonna to talk about that whole process again in the next segment. But before we get there, he goes to Peter's house, and his mother-in-law is lying there in bed with a fever. And so what some people have done is said, well, that's not his mother-in-law because he's not supposed to be married. That must be his cousin. But that's not what the Greek word is. The word is not cousin. It is in-law. Okay, it is, it is literally relationship by marriage, and it can't be translated, cousin, and here's why. Now, for any other reason here, here, here's what it is. Peter sometimes traveled with his wife. Paul referenced this when he states in 1 Corinthians 9, 5, do we not have the right to take, take along with us a believing wife, as do the other apostles and the brothers of the Lord and Cephas? So he's telling you, they're taking a lot of their, he's like, we can do that too, you know. So that just kind of blows out the whole theory. Well, it was just a cousin. No, it wasn't. He was married. Get over it. Doesn't matter what the theologies are for the church, it matters what the Bible has to say. And so you take your theologies and you surrender them to the truth of God. That's how we approach it. And so in verse 15, it changes everything because this is where the showmanship dies. Ready? Jesus went into Peter's house and saw his mother-in-law lying in the bed with a fever. So he touched her hand, and the fever left her. What is wrong with Jesus? Does he not know that he has to jump up and down and take the anointing oil and smash it on her forehead and then pronounce, I command you to be healed? Does he not know that he has to have a drummer behind him and a whole, a whole group, and he's got to have a symphony, and he's got to have stars, and he's got to have lights, and there's got to be shows? And he's got, Doesn't Jesus know that you're supposed to heal that way? Doesn't he know he should be coming in on a pogo stick and then going healed, 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 healed every time he jumps? Listen to what verse 15 says. Ready? He touched her hand. This is how Jesus healed. People are like, where's the show? There was no show. 
He doesn't do anything bizarre. There's no annoying noise. He doesn't go when he lays his hands. He just touches her hand. He doesn't even shout. He touches her hand, and the fever left. Let me explain something to you. When you are operating in the genuine power of God and have the ability to pray and connect with God in such a way that healing comes from what you have to say, guess what? You can just touch it. <laughs> he touches her hand. Boom, she's healed. Well, that's not very exciting. There's not a lot of showmanship in that, Jesus. Come on, bud. You got to do a little bit more than that? No. He didn't. He had the authority to heal. He just touched her hand. The fe- I, don't even know, I, I don't even know if the fever was in her hand. I don't even know how to say that. Touched her hand. Bam. Done. Healed. Do you see the power of Jesus when he heals? It's like over. Touched her hand. She's better. Okay. You have to love stuff like that. You just you just have to just go, geez, he's so powerful. All right, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. Hot topics. Pointing out inconsistencies is not disparaging. It's just the truth. Number two, our job as in church discipline is where you can't judge those that are outside the church. Number three, uh, the people we were talking about were Christians anyway. Number four, you think this is bad. Wait, this just gets worse and worse, people. Regarding Paul's statement of speaking evil of leaders being inappropriate, the context is also critical and can be misapplied. Now, how many times I told you, watch out for bad Bible brains. The David Spoon Experience. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, 
He's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we obviously have more fun than anybody is supposed to have on live Christian radio. But we do. We have the fun. Here it is. True or false? First trivia question. Here it is. True or false? So you got a 50-50 shot, Okay. Paul wrote his letter to the church at Colossae while he was in prison. True or false? True or false? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. You know, I do I do find that amazing. This just the one thing that and it just sticks in me in such a way. It's like Jesus healed her by just touching her hand. It's like, Jesus, that's not how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> you can just see somebody, you gotta put flair into it. You gotta have flair, you know. <laughs> and he's just like, be healed. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's so funny. All right, uh, backing it up, uh, we are going to ask the trivia question again. Remember, there are certain – remember how we talked about this, and I just want you guys to learn it as as time goes by. you got the four Gospels, then you have the Book of Acts, then you have the Paulinian Epistles, and then you have the General Epistles, and then you have the uh, Apocalyptic Writing, which is the Book of Revelation. Within the Paulinian uh, Epistles, there is the Prison Epistles, and there's the Pastoral Epistles. There's a lot of P's in that, isn't there? And then don't forget the Epistle is not the wife of an apostle. So so anyway, the point is, we're asking this trivia question, straightforward, true or false. Paul wrote his letter to the church at Colossae while he was in prison, true or false. If you think you know the answer, where's our phone number? 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david, at he must increase. Dot org. In the meantime, we will do our DNA because DNA is how we function. It's how we should be functioning on a regular basis. I did find out very, very important on the hidden news wire that it turns out that next week, you ready? There will be more news. Wow. I know. It's amazing. There'll be new news. Okay. In the meantime, how should we handle that? It's very simple. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day that ends with Y, spend some time with the guy in the sky. It doesn't matter how you go about it. I mean, it's not just a simple methodology process. It's just committing separated time. Now, I pray throughout the day like everybody else, like in your brain and so on and so forth, and I totally get that, support that, love that, think you should function in that as much as possible. But I am talking about separated in the closet time, where you go in the closet and you close it, you know, I know everybody gets mad when I do this. Hey, go back in the closet. And so the in the closet, close the door and pray and talk to the Lord. That's what we should be doing. Uh, do that very same thing with the Word of God. I used to go in the closet and take a flashlight and read the Bible. 
Oh, wow. I mean, it's just... It's essential, Dave. Huh? I say it's, it's essential for the it, it life is, of It is essential. I yeah. mean, if, if the Word of God is considered bread, and you have a born-again spirit, you got to feed that born-again spirit something. Well, the Word of God's the bread. You need, Okay, there you go. There's a lot of connections. All right, that's D. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. That is, and I've been saying it for years, that this is what they're going to eventually come to. Even though they're trying to run it through political circles now, blah, blah, blah. What they're eventually going to do is make it so that if you proclaim the gospel, you are a hate speech person. That's coming. Yeah. Guess what? Don't be ashamed of Jesus or his words, no matter what the world who has no heaven to put you in says. Okay. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means other people are into focus. I know it's very important for us to be okay and to do the best we can. And it's it's difficult to, to think of other people when you got a lot of stuff going on. And I, I understand that. But a part of our uh, reflecting Jesus Christ is moving ourselves from just self-focus to other people focus, because that's the life that Jesus led and demonstrated to us. Okay? Fair enough. All right. One more time on the trivia, then we'll go into the teaching, and we'll go from there. The trivia question is, true or false, Paul wrote his letter to the church at Colossae while he was in prison. Is that true or false? 972-445-0770 is the phone number, the text 214-210-8483, or send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Going back to the text, very important portion right here, as this is after Jesus touched Peter's mother-in-law, and the fever left her. And how do you know the fever left her? Listen, listen to what she said. Then she got up and began to serve him. <laughs> See, did I get healed? This is a great way to know if somebody's healed. Are they done being sick? Okay, we do have somebody that's calling. I want to give them that chance, but I just want to point that out. Is that person healed? Are they done being sick? That's how you would know. Send that person through. Let's do the trivia real quick. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm fine, Gary. How are you doing? Well, I'm making it. All right. Well, we were praying for you earlier. I wanted to make, let you know that we, we were not going to stop praying for you, and I love to hear from you. It gives me hope. And I'm going to just keep praying. I know, but, brother, it's important. <laughs> it's important to know you're connected. And I'm so, going to be praying for all of you, too. I appreciate that deeply. All right. Here is a pretty—it's a pretty interesting question in general. True or false? The letter or the epistle that Paul wrote to the Church of Colossae while he was in prison. Is that true or false? I believe that's true. You are correct, Amundo, sir. It is Colossae, Philippians, Ephesians, and uh, and uh, uh, Philemon are all, or Philemon, if it depends on where you're from in the country, all are prison epistles. And so they were written in prison which is an interesting uh, process because Paul, in all of those epistles, talks about a certain sense of freedom, which is amazing since he writes them while he's in prison. It's like, wow, that's really kind of a weird, a weird connection. But his faith was strong. Excellent job, Gary. Excellent work. Well, thank you, and uh, I'll keep praying for all of you. All right, and you have a really nice holiday weekend this weekend coming up, and I hope you have a nice Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I hope you do too, okay. your listeners as well. All right. Take care. Thank you. God Thank bless. You. Bye-bye. All right. Great job by Gary. Always oh, a great job by Gary, by the way. All right. So let's just pick it back up. So uh, Jesus uh, touches her hand. The fever left her. How do you know? She got up and began to serve them. Okay. 
When evening, you know, I, I got to tell this story. So there's this preacher that used to preach and used to pray for people. It's a funny story. It only takes a second. And he was praying for this person to be better. And then he turned around and started to explain why healing doesn't always happen. And the person got healed and got up and got dressed and then, you know, was taking care of business. And he was like in shock. <laughs> See, we got to stop that. We gotta, sometimes you got to believe. Verse 16, when evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. He drove out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick so that what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. He himself took our weaknesses and carried our diseases. I do want to make a note here. This is kind of a scholarly note, and I'm going to do it on purpose, so you're just going to have to put up with me on stuff like this. It says he drove out the spirits with the word. He healed all who were sick so that, so that what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. He himself took our weaknesses and carried our diseases. So some scholars have said, see, Jesus did this. It's spoken in the past tense. Therefore, he doesn't heal today. The problem with that scholarly thinking is the whole prophecy is in the past tense. So his fulfillment of it is in the in things to say, well, it was in past tense because Jesus did it. I know, but the whole prophecy was in the past tense. It doesn't make any sense at all to try and add uh, whether it's past, present, or future. Of course Jesus heals. Of course people get touched. Of course he does. Does he do it the way that, that uh, some of the superstars do it? No. But does he do it? Of course. And we say the same thing all the time. We're never going to stop. We pray and you witness to people. Does every person you witness to get saved? No. Not even Jesus has 100% and zero record. But does that mean you stop witnessing to people? No. And so you pray for people. Some of them get healed. Some of them don't. You keep on praying. I mean, that's the whole process. That's the whole point. I do find it amazing. This is one of those things that I see that, that is, you got to be careful on. This is not a hill to, to kind of die on, so to speak. Uh, but, you know, it, it talks about Jesus, that he's healing those with physical infirmities and weaknesses. See, sometimes we don't understand that weaknesses can be physical infirmities. It can be sickness. It can be disease. I do think it's amazing that he heals spiritually, physically, emotionally, and psychologically. And there are, so that's four different arenas, and there are four Gospels. That's the only connection. I've ever made out of any of that. I think it's fascinating. Last thing to say, and then we're going to have to jet, is this. When Jesus saw a large crowd around him, he gave orders to go to the other side of the sea. Where is he going? The other side of the sea. Where is he going? The other side of the sea. So when someone says, I'll follow you wherever you go, and Jesus says the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head, why is he saying that? Because he's going to the other side of the sea where he doesn't know where, where he's going. He doesn't know the territory. I mean, he knows, but he doesn't know where he's staying. That's why he said that. So there's a lot of interpretation for that to be something, but Jesus functioned in a regular capacity, and eh, not so likely. Verse 14 shows that Jesus hung out at Peter's house. So maybe try that again some other time. All right, we'll take our break, and thank a lot of teaching. Come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? She thought he was a gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you've put him, and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. <laughs> you think three words? Come on, Dave. Mary, Jesus said.
She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni, which is Hebrew for teacher, or it doesn't matter if your translation says master, rabbi, it doesn't care. She said, Mary. She, she responded, Master, Lord. You see, the resurrected Jesus Christ speaks the name of his sheep. And Jesus knows your name. My sheep, Jesus said, know my voice. And they hear me. And you were going along in your journey. Maybe you were young and you were in church. Maybe you were young and somebody brought it to you. Maybe you were in middle, the middle part of your life. Maybe in the later part of your life. But at some point, Jesus said your name. He said, David, Tierra, Tiffany. Noel, Joshua, Ashley. At some point, he called your name. The risen Messiah spoke your name to you. You know what? That's when you said, yes, Lord. Yes, Master. Yes, Rabboni. It's the most powerful moment because it's the moment that the divine Messiah speaks to you and pulls you from one kingdom, the kingdom of darkness, into another kingdom, the kingdom of light. It is the moment that changed everything. And uh, Billy Graham had a really good piece on it. said some people can really define that moment. Some people can't. Doesn't matter. It happened for those that, well, it's kind of like a metamorphosis, but it happened. And in the economy of God, it happens more specifically. And maybe the person doesn't know the date. I know my date, but maybe the person doesn't know the date they said yes to Jesus. But there was a moment where Jesus called your name and you said yes. And that was the beginning of your understanding of his depth of love. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.